Lady, the problem isn't in my pants. Bexman. What are you, you doing after this? Wine tasting. Wine tasting? Wine tasting. Yeah. yeah. White folk stuff. <laughs> Some extremely white folk shit. Yeah, my first name is Chad. <laughs> yeah, Chad Gutierrez, right? I was gonna say Munoz, but yeah, <laughs> Chad, Chad, Chad Munoz. Every Munoz, time I see Sean, every time I see anybody online now whose name is like Stan Quincinera or something, I'm like, is this Justin? Yeah, right. <laughs> Super white first name. Stan 15th birthday party. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> For a woman. <laughs> uh, so welcome to this issue of Mex Men. I'm Tony. I'm Justin. I'm Devin. And today we're going to be going over uh, all new X Men issues one through five. Yeah. Correct. Like, just a straight arc this time. Yep. It's it's going to get a little weird for the next few months. Probably how we're uploading. Because it's going to be, like, all new X-Men and then Uncanny. And there's going to be going back and forth because we're covering everything through the beginning of all new X-Men to Secret Wars. Yeah, but they tie in a whole lot. So, it's going to be one linear story, at least. Yeah, it's yeah. happening all at the same time, kind of. So, it's not... Too crazy. We'll just be showing different perspectives. Yeah, it will be teams. a linear story through. Just don't be surprised when you see, like, All-New X-Men Part 1, Uncanny Part 1, All-New X-Men Part 2. and Yeah. We left out, too, Amazing X-Men, because Kurt comes back during this period. Yeah. And also, you guys really did not want to cover Uncanny X-Men. What are you talking about? What are you about? talking about? Oh, not Unca- uh, Uncanny Avengers. I'm excited for it. Oh, yeah, oh yeah. yeah. You didn't watch it either? <laughs> no. No. <laughs> I already knew you didn't want to, and when Justin was like, fuck no, I was like, alright, we're not covering it. Yeah. I was excited to see what Havoc was doing, but... Because I actually picked up all those single issues, like, looking forward to it, and, uh, no. <laughs> oh, so you've already read it? Yeah, I read it's it. just not good. Okay. Yeah. Uh, before, first... we, uh, before we get started in anything, though, I just want to do a quick shout out and say thank you to Pixar Nerd Studios yeah, uh, for yeah. making the, uh, the art that they did for us. So. Yeah, it was dope. Yeah, uh, we're, we'll post it again when this episode's posted up, but it's pretty cool. It's uh, Magneto chasing after Namor, Gold Balls, and a Cyclops. I feel challenged. <laughs> like, oh. mentally? No! <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, go check out his YouTube channel. Artistically. At, uh, go check out his YouTube channel at Pixar Nerd Studio. He does a lot of cool, like, instructional drawing videos. Yeah. Also, though, should have been Xavier. <laughs> Instead of Magneto. And now, because you say chasing too, so I'm thinking of Xavier, like, with the wheelchair, like, rolling it really fast. But it would have been Gene, though. It would have been, yeah, it would have been three Genes. (laughs) (laughs) Like, young Gene, current Gene, and then just some other Gene. Dead Gene. Yeah, dead Gene. (laughs) Just a skeleton. It's the one he catches. Even in death. (laughs) Even in death, she can't escape. So... All new X Men. Yep. Number one. Some dope covers. Here. Numero uno. There was, although they they did it weird. You know how they do the covers that are meant to be one big like banner poster yeah. type thing. Well, they put the first two parts on the same issue because it starts with Scott's X Men team, and then the young X Men team, and then the next one is Wolverine's X Men team. Like those are the the three covers. Except cover one is both Scott's and the young one, and then cover issue two is the cover for Wolverines. So like it, it's just weird. Like you would expect 
issue one, two, and three. What would it was a wraparound, the first one? Yeah, it probably was. Yeah, I mean, this is coming at a point too in in Marvel where all their com or all their covers were kind of blandish because they had they all that red bar at the bottom and it kind of made all their covers look the same. Oh, the Join the Revolution bar. Yeah, all the Marvel Now oh, uh, bars yeah. and shit. It kind of made all their covers during that period look the same. Well, that's just a graphic design issue to show, like, solidarity of the, the universe. Because I think, wasn't DC doing the New 52 during that exact time? No, DC was doing the New 52 way earlier. They were doing uh, a different event. I can't remember what uh, Rebirth is what they were doing. Rebirth was a bit later. I think Rebirth was 2015. New 52, uh, New 52 started just before this. But it was still pretty close. Marvel just reset their universe a little bit, like, a little after. Because there was a big, like, sort of controversy, or, like, jokes were being made about how Phoenix Cyclops, uh, when they did uh, Nightwing, he just looked like a ripoff of Phoenix Cyclops. Because they gave him the red and black, and he, you know, he had yeah. the, the bird thing. So, what, Nightwing was after Phoenix Cyclops? Yeah. Uh, looking in, uh, I looked it up, it was about two years into New 52. Well, we don't have time for your facts over here, Tony. It's coming from you? <laughs> <laughs> you read everything while we're doing the podcast? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Don't, don't You're practically scripted here. over there. Don't display my secrets. Yeah, but I mean, that's my point. Is The New 52 was going on still, and they did this. I think Rebirth still happens during, like... Because they go from Marvel Now to Marvel Now Now. Like, they, like, re-upped yeah. the, the Marvel, Marvel Now for now some again. reason. Yeah. Uh but actually, before we go uh, full into this, there was news of uh, that Marvel has right now. Oh, with uh, like now, now. Yeah. Well, did you see that uh, Scarlet Witch picture I sent you guys? Because there's a, a whole video that Marvel put out with Scarlet Witch, where she's summarizing the relationship between her of like Scarlet Witch and robot guy. I can't remember his name Vision? right now. Vision. Robot guy. <laughs> robot guy. My brain is not working right now. I can't do anything about it. But uh, she goes over their whole storyline of like how they fall in love and how she changed the universe to make well, sure that they had babies. She was introduced to a symbiont machine, and then Vision was like, oh, I can do that too. And you can't she was blame like, the girl. No. <laughs> you really can't. <laughs> what? Who could compete with Vision? It's like so much better than my brother. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> I know. Yeah, so um, she's going over the whole story of uh, like they fell in love. She changed the universe so that they could have babies, and then it turns out that they were pieces of Mephisto, and then she... Where the fuck did Mephisto come into all this? She, uh, the oh, shards he of comes Mephisto. into whatever he wants. <laughs> yeah, her two kids are created from shards of Mephisto, but then she actually That's is... what he calls his semen? Shards? Ouch. Solid. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> she's talking about the No More Mutants, and that's kind of where she ended it, because it was setting up WandaVision. Um, the whole thing that they were going over. Wait, I, okay, are we talking about MCU stuff? Or are we talking yeah, about... We're talking about MCU stuff. And she's talking about no more mutants? Yes, that's what I've been trying to explain Ooh. to you guys. Are they going to be like, mutants were always a thing, but Wanda fucking undid it before we could introduce them? I don't know if she That'd undid it. That'd be so cool. But, I mean, she's also supposed to be in Doctor Strange, which is all about warping the multiverse. Dude, I'm so excited uh, right now. Their villain is Nightmare in that movie. WandaVision is supposed to lead into Doctor Strange being in the multiverse. 
So it sounds like with uh, Emily Olsen, if that's her name, right? Elizabeth uh, Olsen. Elizabeth yeah. Olsen, yes. There's so many of them. <laughs> but with her going over all of the, like that whole storyline between them and making sure to include uh, the No More Mutants, like it sounds like this They're going to is... backdoor the way into mutants that way. Yeah. Like, oh, they were a thing, but she erased them. And so you didn't get to know they were a thing. Either that or my pervasive theory of her going, no, more mutants. <laughs> that that will jumpstart the mutants. Well, you know, that's how Mephisto works. Yeah. He's always trying to trick you. However, you have to watch how you word shit carefully. He was like, no, I heard a comma. Yeah, unless, you're, unless you're magma. Then he just wants to have a nice date. Yeah, of course. I thought that was with And magic. maybe bang afterwards. No, no, Magma. Magma, yeah. Because oh, she's so hot. I gotta go re-listen to that <laughs> He episode. kept saying that, actually. That Episode I, 6 of Mex-Men. The was that episode special. 6? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Shit, it was only 6? I mean, technically for us, it was episode like 36, but we lost <laughs> a bunch of episodes. Yeah, it just felt like we were doing this so much longer before then. But yeah, that's all I pretty much had to say about Marvel yeah, uh, I hear about going that. through that. So that that's pretty cool that at least... Something, I mean, a show that's getting filmed right now is supposed to have ties to mutants. And also, Marvel already confirmed that Deadpool is in the MCU, so that's already a mutant in the MCU. And they're on the fence about new mutants, or they went back to playing. They're playing coy with it, I think. If it's amazing, they'll probably be like, yeah, it's in the MCU. Okay. But it's kind of weird to have that be the first mutants. Yeah. I mean, I guess, and Deadpool. Yeah, because if they do that, I mean, Deadpool, you can do anything with pretty much just have him comment. Well, it, you know, it's the whole baby in the bathwater thing. They know to, like, hold on to the baby and then drain the rest of the bathwater that is Hugh Jackman's cast in all his movies. Yeah, but, I mean, Kevin Feige has also said that he wants to get Patrick Stewart back. So, I don't... That's fair. I mean, he's perfect as Professor Xavier, except he's not a pedophile. Uh it's just he's too old now. But he can work yeah, on it. Too old. Work on <laughs> I, I hope he doesn't. Well, yeah. Yeah, they need to find somebody new. I saw that fan cast that used that guy from uh, Shazam to do to play the villain. Oh, uh, I could see that. But, like, because Xavier Dr. is British, right? Like, just in the U.S. Like, it's a weird, like, he's English, but here. Yeah. I think he's just proper. No, oh, but, okay, they always but, give him an English accent. Though. He's yeah. stuck up. He's like Emma, just pretending. Yeah. <laughs> he's, they're both Madonna. <laughs> Dr. Just, Savannah, that's what I'm Just picturing Xavier singing like a virgin. Well, I mean, <laughs> because his dick don't work. So. <laughs> but I thought he could pop a boner, cherry, and a wheelie at the same time. Oh, that's what he's saying. He's overcompensating. Yeah. It's all talk. Yeah. Speaking of all talk, Beast. Yeah. Oh. Pain in the ass. Never shuts that up. guy. This is I the know. downfall of Beast, right here. Which this is starts, the downfall of Beast. This is what starts me disliking Beast personally. Before this, I liked Beast. You know what? I concur. It's just it happened so long ago, so I have such a a, a history so of dislike. <laughs> yeah, I have such a history of disliking him. I realized I didn't actually dislike him when he left Utopia and blamed Scott. I just thought, okay, bitch move since you like Wolverine so much. And Wolverine is the one who actually was killing and then continued to kill after the fact. And then you joined his team while he's still being X-Force. And that leads to your other friend, Warren, getting fucked up in the head. And you're cool with him still, but, like, everything's still Scott's fault. But later, that actually makes a bit of sense. And I think Bendis writes it that, like, Beast uh, Hank had always 
been in love with Jean also. Yeah, I mean, they they lay seeds for that in the first issue X-Men. Yeah. Because uh, Beast is also talking about how beautiful Jean is. And, I mean, the only one who's not is Bobby, but he's got his reasons. <laughs> he's got, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's got his reasons. Yeah, he's just a little kid. He doesn't know what... He's 13. Yeah. It's funny they kept saying 12. But, I mean, at that point, they all were, right? I mean, again, except for Bobby. So, it didn't, oh, it didn't mean, like, a whole lot. Like, I mean, yeah. Warren was... I mean, it did with Xavier. But. Yeah, I know. Yeah, but for <laughs> other reasons. Like, I never really read anything that showed, like, that his feelings were valid and real until, like, with this all-new stuff later on, and it shows that he had that longing. Spoilers. Yeah. It's because she was the well. only girl there. Who, they got, who else are they going to have a crush on? Yeah, that's a good The boy. one girl <laughs> at the school. I mean... Bobby's over here like, oh, yeah, yeah it's a smorgasbord. Yeah. <laughs> this, like, this is exactly what I wanted. Right? <laughs> go uh, go read the – and we'll probably recover it at some point because we covered it before and the episode was lost. But uh, Oh, yeah, we'll read it again. Yeah, and the first issue of X-Men, uh, Bobby is really not happy that Gene's there. I mean, think about it too. Like his, oh, yeah. his, his costume is literally nothing but fancy boots. <laughs> so Beast is uh, freaking out because he's realizing his mutation – is uh, transition is progressing again because uh, he's gone through several iterations now. The last one was his more cat form, but this time he doesn't feel like his body is going to handle it. So he's panicked that he's gonna die now, and you know is is like what what do I have to show for my life? And and like there's too much going on now for me to just go like so he's he's in a moment of internal crisis. He's crawling on his lab floor. Like, really not. He's drooling from his mouth. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but He's not having a good time. Incidentally, as much of a bitch as they made him during this time period, he looks the coolest he ever has. I know, and he actually turns into just like a Sasquatch-looking motherfucker, and it's like, he looks cooler before this. Yeah, like, right now, he's like this dope-ass time warrior from the Apocalypse era. <laughs> like, he's he's got, like, the vest with, like, it looks like it should have pouches, but you don't really see him. And then, like, a bunch of time devices on him. Like, he looks like a a time warrior. That's his cooler look, you're saying? Before he morphed again? When he goes back and is is getting the, like, the original X-Men, that's when he looks looks cool. Although, he, and he's threatening of, oh, we're going to get into it. He's got that emo hair that's, like, flying. He actually liked his new look. Really? Yeah, the, when he finally goes through this mutation. Uh, well... Spoilers. Oh, yeah. He's, he's gonna <laughs> Although I did just say that, too. Uh, we've, we've talked about a bunch of stuff that's not even that's happening right now. Uh, yeah, so he's he's freaking out because he's dying. Uh, and then we're introduced to Ava Bell, who is an Australian gal. Like, getting to meet her crush. Like, we're kind of getting forced into meeting her crush. And then she's like, oh, awesome. The guy's biting his hanging too. around, too. Yeah, mm. well, he kind of was a fuckboy before fuckboys was a term, I think. Yeah. Because it wasn't really being thrown around during this time. Was it 2012? Looks like a hipster. Yeah, this is right before people started really caring about women. And, like, being a fuckboy, like, people started getting upset about. Oh, okay. Like, as they should be. Yeah. Because, leave them alone. Yeah. But, uh, so. He's wearing a fedora. He's wearing a goddamn fedora. He is. If you're listening to this and you're wearing a fedora, take the hat off, man. Yeah. You can uh, wear it, but it looks too small for his head, too, which is why it's funny. All fedoras are too small for everybody's head. They don't make any... They're all ill-fitting. <laughs> uh, so, 
they're like kind of flirting with each other, and then Ava's brother shows up shirtless because that's yeah. what you do in Australia. Roy did the fuck out. Yeah, and he's all like, "Get away from my sister!" And they're all like, "Hey, chill, bro!" And he's like, "I'm not your bro, guy!" And he punches him in the face. And then all his friends are like, "Hey, how are you just gonna punch him?" Like, yeah, it's a real smart move. Like, all his friends are here, and they start beating the shit out of her brother, which I liked. Yeah, and so Ava freaks out because, of course, she wants none of this to be happening, and freezes time. Yep. All of time. And then she's like, well, not wait. all of it. Well, around them. All, like, but freezes all the time she around them. She freezes a little bit of time. Well, no, because... She freezes one time a lot. Yeah, for, for a really long time. <laughs> yeah. Because she's like, wait, why is it no one moving? What's wrong with everyone? And then Cyclops, uh, Magic, and Eric show up. Or... You guys on first, first name. Yeah, right. <laughs> dude. I did that weird. And also, it's not Magic, it's Emma. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Magic, Magic opens up the portal for him. But. Dude, the <laughs> names come to me in the most random order. I almost always say or write Scott when I'm talking about Cyclops, and almost always Magneto, and I just did it in reverse this time. So that's, yeah, it, it felt yeah, weird Cyclops to me. Cyclops and Eric. <laughs> it felt weird to me. Because I feel like I know Scott off. Summers on a first name basis. Magneto, we're not so tight. Yeah, you Maximus. Use his name a lot. <laughs> yeah, he's often called Magneto, not Eric. Mister Lancer. Yeah, really, the only person <laughs> who calls him Eric is uh, Xavier. Yeah, Scott was in this too, wasn't he? Yeah, but he's like he's his leader right now. But that felt weird too when Scott was calling him Eric. I'm like, this is strange. Yeah, he's his dad. <laughs> he's he's already Magneto's already said he was his dad. So, so he's allowed to call him by his first name. So they go in and they're like, "Hey, Ava, nice to meet you." You're a mutant, and uh, the authorities are outside of this time bubble you made, and they're ready to take you, and we don't want to let that happen. And she's like, what do you mean? I didn't do this. And like, oh, yeah, you did. For a whole long time. Because she, uh, you don't know at this point, but uh, she's not just stopping time around her. She's stopping time, including her in that space. So they had to, like, it, to her, she seems like she had just stopped time for maybe a, a couple seconds. But she, they've been there for hours. I took and, it as she froze herself, too, at first. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. She froze herself, too, and then the X-Men unfroze her. Well, I didn't know that it was like the X-Men unfroze her. I just thought maybe she slipped out of it. I no, thought she slipped out of it. He says something about we... Uh, I thought he was talking about how they were able to get into the bubble. Without being frozen. Because I think Emma's just like, we have our ways. Yeah, but obviously, if they have ways of being frozen, and they arrive exactly... Uh, like seconds after she unfreezes like the two would be related yeah fair enough i can see that yeah uh so they're explaining that authorities are outside the time bubble and the only reason they haven't taken her is because they can't get into the bubble yet so they're going to help her uh release it and then they're gonna get her out of there and so when they do that as soon as they do that bam like a SWAT team just runs in. And I don't know how they know it's her exactly, but they do. They're just like, you, there, mutant. They're like, how do you even know it was her? Like, it could have been any of the obvious mutants. Well, because she yelled, I didn't mean it. Oh. So like, you did this? <laughs> yeah, that's that's right. Well, yeah. and also, they're they're outside witnessing what's happening in the like the frozen time area. Yeah, it, they I see guess her moving it, when yeah. nobody else is. Yeah. I, I can I can see that too. I mean, that's not shown, but yeah. So, they port her away, but there's a battle that ensues. Which is like, they could have just took her, but instead, they battle. 
Yeah, well, because that looks cooler in a panel. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm also wondering if there's some way that her powers work to where, like, she has to be there to unfreeze the area. Like, if she freezes it and leaves, like, it's stuck. Yeah, but it's, like, done. We go through all these panels of, like, the SWAT running up or the police. Yeah. They could have just poured it out with magic, but instead, Magneto has to start wrecking shit. Yeah, I think they, well, they I wanted think to it's... prove a point there. Yeah, I think that's part of it. Uh, part of everything Scott's doing seems just a little bit hypocritical because there's fighting involved, and they're, they're so skilled that they should be able to do most things without that fighting. Well, and everything that he's uh, doing after AVX is to prove a point. Like, we're starting a revolution. Like, he's not just going in and rescuing young mutants. He's making them know that he's going to be there for every young mutant that needs help. Yeah, that you push us, we push back. Yeah, so if they just disappear with her, they're like, oh, what happened with her? But if they're there fighting off the army that's coming after her, and they, they rescue her, they're proving a point. This is finally the point in Scott's progression where he is starting to be more like Magneto. Like, they kept trying to label him that way before that was actually happening. But now, he's actually taking the the Malcolm X approach rather than the Martin Luther King approach that gets a, um, assigned to the X-Men so often. Yeah. Magneto fucked up because he called his team evil. Yeah, that's a problem. <laughs> so but also... He leaned into it. They're always reacting to anyway like they're he's still not what well, magneto was going and throwing the first punch they're still technically counter punching so I there's don't, i don't think he's acting like magneto yet he's not doing anything magneto's just killing people well, scott's not doing that no i mean in terms of attacking back attacking officials and the police officers and stuff like that Well, because they were attacking the mutant he just well and as, Magne- as far as having the point of mutants over humans yes he's leaning more Towards Magneto, yeah. yeah. Ideology, I'm, I'm yeah. not saying he is Magneto. I'm saying he, I can, he's starting to go down that yeah. side of the scale. What he's doing that Magneto uh, back in the day wouldn't have done is if he can just talk to a mutant and not have it be controversial, he'll do like that. A, yeah. yeah, he's just going like he. Yeah, he's still later, a hero. He does that with a guy, uh, just talks to him quietly while in disguise, so people don't know. He doesn't really have a choice with this girl. Yeah, why well, to no. bring it up because they do act like Scott's out here killing humans that, yeah that's what i was gonna get into next so and i think that's why they it was important to show that there was a fight so that it's not completely off base for wolverine's team of x-men which i think we should clear like so they're the x-men but there technically are three teams of x-men in this story there's scott's x-men there's wolverine's x-men and then there's the young x-men yeah and i'm sure at some point amazing and uh uncanny adventures avengers will also cross over into these yeah so i think instead of just saying x-men i'm going to be just i'm going to say scott's group wolverine's group and the young group because otherwise it'd be like and then the x-men did this and then the x-men did that and it's like wait what are they doing now call the uh the young group like first class yeah first class first class so uh wolverine's group are watching this on the news as they do and they're like, oh, we can't believe Scott. A Claremont. revolution? Claremont wrote this panel. <laughs> this one panel. Though, in the fight where they were stopping those guys, it looked like mostly just guns getting destroyed. They weren't, like, destroying those humans no. or like, wrecking the shit out of them. They were, like, destroying the guns that they were pointing at them. So Yeah, because yeah, even still, they're they're still heroes. They're not, like, yeah, they weren't killing people. Needlessly beating they're, but they're But they are showing their power now. Yeah, they're not. It's, dis- it's they displays just, of their strength. They yeah. just left. Also, back in the mansion, I don't know if you guys noticed this, but Kitty's wearing the same clothes that Jackie O wore when Kennedy was assassinated. 
I did not notice that. <laughs> it's like the same thing. I because I don't often think back to what Jackie O was wearing when yeah. Kennedy was. I think about it all the time. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, we found your fetish. <laughs> Jackie, have you seen Jackie O? Uh, she's seen like her. he gets a boner so fast. She's like the sure. second hottest first lady ever, right after Nancy Reagan. <laughs> That's saying something. <laughs> uh, you know what? It might sound like a cliche or like I'm pandering. I don't know, but Michelle Obama. I'm for it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> anyway, the uh, Wolverines group, they're watching the news, and they're like, we can't believe this is happening. And, you know, uh, Bobby's talking about how I can't believe Scott's doing this, a revolution. Like, what is he even talking about? And they're basically like, he's going to ruin everything we've worked so hard to build. And every time he attacks a human, like, we look worse. And He's not even really... Attacking humans. I can't even yeah. call him Iceman in this book. He's more like Captain Foresight. Because <laughs> every time they're like, anytime he sees Scott doing anything, he's like, if only Scott's younger self could see him now. <laughs> he says it like three times. <laughs> pretty much. And at the third time, Beast is like, hmm. <laughs> pretty, pretty much. So then uh, we're introduced to another new mutant, Christopher Muse. Yeah. Triage, but right? triage, yeah, yeah, triage is a way better name. Oh, yeah. yep. Where and they at though, Devin? Where they at? Yep. Where they at? Where they at? <laughs> no, I don't. I don't remember where he is. They're in Ann Arbor, in Arbor, Michigan. Yeah. Oh, for real? Yeah. I didn't even pay attention to that. That's crazy. So, but he's he's being held by a, a detective, presumably because she's not in a uniform, so yeah. not just a regular police officer. Uh, so this actually makes it worse because she should be smarter. Uh, and she's like, or maybe she's just a regular cop who didn't change. It's extra dumb. It's casual Friday. So he's like, uh, I don't know why I'm in here. And she's like, you're in here. Like, why'd you run? You're in here because you ran from us. Why'd you run from us? Because you were chasing me. Saying, I will shoot you. (laughs) And she's like, why'd you do the bad thing you did? You mean save my friend? I don't know. Like, she fell and she was hurt. Resurrected somebody. And they're like trying to hang him for it well well he doesn't even know if he resurrected them she was like she was dead and she's like i don't know that she was dead she was just hurt and then i did something and she was unhurt and she's like yeah you monster you saved a person how dare you you healed them (laughs) also this is the only uh like michigan like michigan area i've really seen in comics that wasn't written by saladin ahmad uh wait till i start selling stuff Everything's in line. <laughs> yeah. Talk to Saladin Ahmad because uh, he's the one writer who works for Marvel. Who anytime they give him a chance to set something in Michigan, he's like, "Fuck Always. it." Yeah, he's got a, a new character in Miss Marvel that's from Ann Arbor, nice. and then one of his stories just took place in Detroit. Sweet. You're gonna pull a uh, Stephen King and everything's in Maine. Well, it's a, sort of. Saladin yeah. Ahmad is from uh, Detroit. Is it? Nice. I like her. She's like, "You look like a mutant." <laughs> like, you look like a mutant hiding who you are. It's like, what does that? What does any of this mean? Because he looks like a normal human. Yeah, <laughs> he looks like Urkel. He's like, how did you do that? And it's like, I don't even know how I did it. Like, it just happened. Like it, you know. And it, it's not even like yelling. Like you, you. I swear you're a mutant. He's like, you mutant? No, you look like a mutant. <laughs> you know what we do to mutants around these parts? Which that's not an Ann Arbor accent, but yeah, Could yeah. Be. It, we all know, though, in Michigan that the further you go up north, the more you are down south. 
Yeah, but so, Ann Arbor's not that bad. No, Ann Arbor's... you can come down to Ann Arbor from the north pretty fast. All right, that's very fair. <laughs> fair enough. Dude, did I ever tell you about uh, what I saw in the bathroom? That one time when we went to go camping with him at Amir's campground thing, his grandfather's? At some ointment will take care of that. No, no, <laughs> no. We went to the bathroom. It was, like, actually really clean in there, except there was one little bit of graffiti in front of, the uh, like, the top of the, the uh, urinal stall. And it was in pencil, which also was like, you could totally clean pencil on a thing. And all it said was, KKK, okay. <laughs> it's like, holy, what the, what the fuck? Where the fuck are we? They're not even dedicated, at least. Like... It sounds like there was a question mark after that. Okay. No. <laughs> I was just like, this is really bizarre. It's also really bizarre that like a, a, a Caldinian guy just has like a big like patch of land. In northern Michigan. Did you say Caldinian? <laughs> yeah. yeah, or Caldean. 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 Yeah, Caldinian. Alright, so the X-Men show up and they save him from being interrogated by a really stupid person. And now this part actually does bug me because it turns into another like news clip on uh, on TV. Like they show like a TV shot in the panel. And, They're watching it on their phone. And Scott, you know, he talks about that the revolution's happening, that they won't stand for any mutant being persecuted. But then he hits them with this, like, what's up, bro? Like, this X with his yeah. with his arms. <laughs> but he does it in a way that's, like, such a, like... Sideways kind of... Yeah. Do you, uh, do you want to read that little... Very Instagrammy. Yeah. If you are a mutant, you are part of an elite species that deserves every freedom. Don't worry, my brother and sister of the Atom. We are the X-Men, and we stand together. And then he throws up the X. But it is, like, not just a straight X. He's doing it all sideways. Like, he's... Yeah. He's doing, like... Like, he's striking a pose. Yeah. yeah. Strike a pose. Yeah. <laughs> this is all Madonna references. <laughs> also, that little speech is a bit Magneto-ish. Yeah, the speech. Definitely. Yeah. Like, calling them... Like, we are an elite class of... Which, I mean, is later adopted for Hickman. Because they're, they're basically just, like... He, he kind of just takes everything Cyclops did and rehashed it. In a better light. Magneto was so fucking happy. Yeah. He was yeah. just feeling that so much. He's like, yes. That's, that's why he had to lose those years. So he could just redo them. So the uh, Wolverine's X-Men are... Because they were also like, where's Beast, by the way? Because they don't know he's dying. And uh, they get Beast, and Beast is not feeling himself, obviously, because he's dying. And they're still debating on what they're going to do about Scott. And like, or do we fight? Do we take him out? Uh, Storm's like, we can't do that. We can't have some sort of mutant civil war. It's going to end with half of us dead. Uh, Beast is with them at that point. Right. No, I just mean in general. Yeah. But he's like sick and he's like... <laughs> yeah. And he's like... I forgot to, to mention it. Like, because the first time they show them, that's exactly what they're asking. Hey, where's Beast? And then yeah. he's with them. And this is the first... Um, this is the first mention that we get of, of Iceman trying to foreshadow. So he's like... Uh, the Scott we grew up with, he would hate this. He would slap the hot crap out of Scott, and he, would, he wouldn't stop slapping him. He said holy crap, but I really liked hot crap. <laughs> My phone's broken, so it looks like hot crap. <laughs> like, when you said that, I was like, I don't remember that. That's I awesome. Was, <laughs> like, hot crap. But they're talking about, like, what what are they going to do, and what's Scott's problem? Like, what's his deal? He's ruining everything, and what is he's trying, like... Uh, I think it's Kitty is like, does he want us to take him out? And Iceman is just like, no, he wants us to join him. That's what he wants. He wants everyone together, but like under him and like 
the way things were, but now adversarial to humans. But he actually doesn't want that, though. No, he doesn't. This is all just conjecture on their part. Because they don't actually talk to him. Wolverine would be able to tell him, oh, no. But, of course, Wolverine would never do that. Yeah, he's drunk right now. He's not, like, in any of these panels. He's off getting wasted. Well, he's teaching kids about ninjas. He's a couple months away from dying. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, And uh, Beast is like, you know what, Bobby? That's a good idea. You're a smart fella. Damn it, Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, we see that Beast in the past is about to leave the X-Men because he's actually fed up with humans. Uh, they had some issue with a, a gang of humans and apparently they roughed up Beast and Beast didn't fight back because he knows he could beat them up. Yeah, they bust in the room looking like Penn and Teller, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and he's just like yelling at Scott, I'm done, I'm done with this. I'm done with humans. I'm done with being an X-Man. And I'm just I'm just looking out for myself now. And then uh, Scott's following him like, dude, come on. Let's talk about this. And in the hallway, they see uh, Old Beast all blue and furry. And he's like, well, we need to talk. I need to lie to you guys some. Yeah, here I am. And <laughs> all my blue furriness. And this is the coolest picture that has, like, this is the coolest panel of Beast ever. And he's got, like, the ammo belt and the walkie-talkie and the goggles yeah, down. there's no ammo in that belt. Yeah, there is. It's probably all vials. It's just chapstick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's just <laughs> chapstick. He repurposed that from cable. <laughs> he, he is definitely dressed the part of an apocalyptic future. And so if he's saying that, like, we have to stop an apocalypse and he looks like he's come from... Yeah, um, he looks like he came from Cable's time. Yeah. Yeah. Which, like, what if he did that on purpose? <laughs> I think he did. <laughs> like, he didn't dress like that at all, but he just threw all that on because he's like, I need to convince him. <laughs> Which is funny because you say, like, oh, it's the, you know, it's the future, but he's got to get the shit that they wore 10 years ago. He doesn't dress like this. <laughs> yeah. He's a fucking scientist. Yeah, I know. <laughs> if he came in his regular clothes, it would be a lab coat. Yeah. Um. So, he uh, he's telling them that, like, look, you need a... You need to come with me because you have to stop Scott from doing something terrible. And they keep trying to... Uh... Well, actually, no, sorry. I'm actually foreshadowing to the next issue. He basically goes that, like, you got to come with me to stop Scott from committing genocide. And that's where the issue ends. Total shit. Yeah, he yeah. never committed genocide. He's trying to... He's bringing back a race. He did the opposite. Yeah. Like, I don't know what genocide he's talking about. Like, is he guessing that Cyclops is going to start so much shit that people are going to kill mutants? Yeah, that's like, exactly it. always been trying to kill mutants? Yeah. So. yeah. That, like, he's either, either Scott's going to completely lose it and he's going to start killing humans. And that'll be in and of itself a genocide. Or he's going to lose his shit, start killing humans. And then humans are going to kill mutants. And that's going to be the genocide. Or that Scott's just going to scare humans so much that they just go straight to killing mutants, which also, they already fucking are all the time. No matter what his reasoning is, there's a way better solution if you're going to go back in time and try to change something. Go back to 2006 and snap the witch's uh, fucking neck off. That's a really good point. <laughs> yeah, dude, like, it's a you really good point. have the person who committed genocide. It's well known. You were there and saw her kill almost every mutant. Go kill her. But to be credit, he's not trying to change the past. He's trying to change the present. So the idea is, I bring oh, yeah. the the old the the young X Men to the future. They change Scott's mind. He he just sees them, and he's gonna be like, 
oh, I'm so wrong. I have to stop everything. And then they go back. Xavier erased their mind. History continues as it's supposed to. And up to this point... Like he he's still trying to keep the st- uh, time space continuum intact, he's even though he's really fucked it up. Job. But he yeah. did say though, best case scenario, Scott's gonna go back and never go down that road. Worst case scenario, the current Cyclops is not gonna be an ass anymore. Yeah, but also Scott can't go back and then never go down that road if he gets his mind erased. Yeah, that's why it doesn't make sense. Yeah, he did say that, but then he also said, Professor Xavier would just wipe your mind. Yeah, he just said somehow. Like, hopefully, hopefully, like, intuitively you would know that don't be an asshole later. Yeah. yeah. I mean, even though that's kind of what they ended up doing. But, like, uh, they, well, they, I mean, they don't have Gene at this they point. They did it that. with, like, Gene using uh, super, like, telekinetic power. She, like, basically gave them mind mail. Yeah, it was basically like a little capsule that melted at a certain point that released yeah. their memories. Yeah, so, like, they already, like, there was nothing for Xavier to really erase. And so, yeah, it just yeah. popped in their head like a like a time bomb, kind of. Yeah, but I do. I can we go back to this kitty <laughs> from issue this two? Kitty. This is the kitty I really liked, the Shadow Cat. Yeah, no, I liked uh, Shadow Cat during this time. Yeah, in comparison to who though? In comparison to Kate? No, in comparison to Gold. Yeah. Yeah, and Sprite. <laughs> She's better. Than Sprite was alright, but like this like, during this era, I liked uh, yeah, Kitty Pride. Early twenties, like, but they they like aged her up. I mean, not not that I have a problem with her now. I just prefer this version of Kitty. Well, for a second, I thought you meant like let's go back to a panel of issue one. Oh yeah, <laughs> of, of yeah. Okay, so issue two uh, starts with Kitty and Bobby. Uh, they learn something wrongs with something. Something's well, oh my something god, dumb, something dog stuff. <laughs> they learn that something is wrong with Beast. Because they're trying to, like, get in his room, uh, and so Shadowcat eventually just goes into it, phasing through the door, breaking it. She's knocking on the door, going, Beast, are you there, Beast? Because, like, I'm gonna have to come in, and you're gonna get really mad at me if I phase through the door and break it. Yeah. Which she does, anyway. Well, yeah, she she waited a while. She did... Alright, so there's a thing, and it's like, it just bugged my ears, just thinking about how it would sound. Which is, I know, it's weird, because I'm reading it, but it bugged my ears. Uh... When she's like, what if this whole time he's just going potty? But it's potty. Thinking, yeah, her saying potty. I don't know. Something about that just bugged me. <laughs> um, so they go in and they realize, okay, something's up and something's wrong with Beast. And, but they still don't understand what. Because even she's like, yeah, I'm a genius, but I don't understand what any of this stuff is going on. Like, Because Beast is just that much smarter, apparently. Yeah, and Iceman's saying, like... Why does he have, like, these schematics of bones? She says, I don't know. This is all so high-tech, it might as well be in Mongolian. And I'm, you know, not exactly... He's like, go ahead, say it. Like, I'm a genius, too, and I don't know what he's up to. He's like, why do geniuses always have to tell everybody that they're geniuses? Yeah, it was weird, because he told her to say it. Yeah, but they never really lean that much into her her being, being a genius. yeah it's just brought up every once in a because she she is in like a she's like a an average genius. sense yeah well like in the sense of like any normal person being really smart but then like they have so many characters in the marvel universe that are above that level yeah that the bar like there really is like two different scales of what a it, genius is considered anytime i see her being a genius it just comes into she's sitting in front of a computer and has to type really fast yeah it's like she understands like uh, Excel without ever having to yeah, she, <laughs> like she take never, a uh, a course on it or something. She doesn't have like a specialty. Like all the geniuses have specialty. 
of like obviously Tony Stark is robotics. And she used the entire Microsoft uh, <laughs> yeah, Outlook program without really, ever having to read a tutorial. She knows all of Adobe. She's yeah. really good in After Effects. <laughs> yeah, she just knows it. Yeah, it's intuitive to her. Yeah, she's like Forge, but with like more useless stuff. <laughs> yeah, she knows QuickBooks. Yeah, <laughs> she can make a whole a spreadsheet. She she would kill any resume. <laughs> basically yeah she can type it up real fast at least uh, so Beast is still trying to convince the young X-Men to leave their time because they're pretty much like hey uh, blue guy fuck off no we, we don't trust you we want to get Xavier and he's like don't get Xavier he won't understand and if you get Xavier he's just going to end all this and I really need you guys to come with me because this is more important you just have to trust that I know better than Xavier right now even though we all agree Xavier is better than all of us yeah. which also no, he's such a creep. Yeah. Well, Especially during this time. Also, it's during this time he wants to bang the redheaded girl right there who's a minor. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but when Beast brings them to the present, they call him on his bullshit right away. They're like, this is not, like, you said this was an apocalypse. Like, it looks pretty nice here. We looked at your outfit. Yeah. <laughs> this looks like heaven. This yeah. also was a big romanticization. That was hard to say. Romanticization. Romanticization. We all fucked romanticizing. up some words. Roman- yeah, but uh, yeah. we all, all fucked up a lot of words. <laughs> it was romanticizing Xavier, yeah. Because they made him sound like he was damn Jesus and did no wrong. Yeah, and the last, like, ten years of his life at this point were, like, none of the mutants ever really wanted to talk to him because he was constantly fucking up. I'm going to go on record, by the way, and say that Caldinian would be, like, a great Star Wars race. Yeah. It would be. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's also a name that George Lucas would pick. <laughs> so, uh, but the whole time he's talking to the young X-Men, Beast is just trying to figure out, like, what could be so bad that I would do this? Because I would never do this. Like, that's what he's so puzzled about. Not, like, him... Because he tells them, like, because uh, Angel's like, why don't you just go to Xavier in your time? And he's like, I can't go to Xavier. And he's like, and they kept pressuring him for an answer. At one point, he's like, Gene, just read my mind, and you'll see that I'm telling the truth. And she's like, I can't read minds. He's like, oh, shit, yeah, I forgot. You can't read minds yet. And she's like, wait, I can read minds later? And he's like, I can't, uh, well, I can't go to Xavier because Scott's already killed Xavier. And he says it in a way of just like, Scott has this list of people to kill, and he already got to Xavier. (laughs) (laughs) That was kind of bullshit because he puts all the blame on Scott. It's not the Phoenix, it was Scott. I love how it's just, like, the uh, dramatization, though, the panels, the way uh, Stuart... Emmerman. 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 Eminem. Eminem. Stuart Little. <laughs> but the way that he uh, drew this is, is all fucking fantastic. And so, like, when they say that Scott killed Xavier and there's that, like, splash of red right behind uh, the X-Men, like, as if it's like, da-da! Yeah, he did a good yeah. job with uh, how he set it all up. Kind of like John Cassidy did for Astonishing X-Men. It's yeah. like you're watching a movie. Just all the shots are just done so well. Yeah. What I like what he does, too, is uh, a lot of times in panels, like, characters in the background are just there in the background. But, like, while Bobby is, like, fighting with Cyclops in one of these panels, like, Jean's, like, off to the side, like, ugh, like, why are they fighting again? Like... Yeah, characters in the background are still expressive, but not like over-expressive. Like when Xavier saw one of the cuckoos that died. Yeah, and he was like, <laughs> <gasps> yeah. Uh, but also speaking of this panel, I uh, I have to point out that anytime they say Bobby, 
like I read it in Hank Hill's voice because Bobby's like seriously like him he kills him and he's like stop it Bobby <laughs> <laughs> yeah but because that's basically what's going on is uh, Scott is just like kind of outraged that he's being accused of killing Xavier which at this point like he can't possibly imagine something like that happening um, and then Hank's just like which is funny because Hank Hill and yeah. <laughs> Hank, Hank and Bobby <laughs> yeah Hank is just like intriguing this is fascinating i'm here but i wouldn't want to be here but apparently i am so it's got to be pretty bad if i had to come back into the into the past yeah i would only have a fantastic reason because i'm so great yeah i don't make mistakes and and bobby is just like this guy this boring ass bitch like he can't possibly (laughs) (laughs) he kills xavier see this some bullshit because cyclops like i would never do that and old cyclops is the same way he just had the fucking phoenix force it's not like it was normal Cyclops in his right mind who killed Xavier. Yeah. Also, do you see how nervous uh, all of them get except for Bobby when they find out she's a telepath? <laughs> 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 the, like, Hank's like, she's a telepath? We've all thought about <laughs> yeah. fucking her. The only thing that any of us have thought about since we started this team is how much we wanted to bang her. Oh, uh, we've just been thinking about her boobs the entire time. <laughs> yeah. And Bobby's just been like, man, she's got some killer boots. <laughs> yeah. I want boots like those. He does have boots like those. Yeah, but like hers are shinier, you know. Yeah, I mean he, he can wait until he like from when he turns the, from snowman to iceman, and he gets <laughs> shinier. <laughs> so, uh, they are convinced ultimately that it is Beast and it must be bad. So they decide to go with him. Like he leaves, uh, and he starts to feel like the the strain of his mutation progressing. Um, but they show up in uniform now, and they're like, all right, we're going to go. And Scott says to him, like, if this is a trap, I'd blow your head off. And he's like, yeah, I get that. I like how expressive they draw Scott when he's like finds out he kills Xavier. Because it reminds me of how Zap Brannigan acts. <laughs> he's like, how? How could you say that to me? <laughs> yeah. Like, he's got his hand up, like... There's like yeah, there's one moment too where he's like, "How can you come in here and tell me that, like, what am I supposed to do with this? You just show up and you say this to me that I do that. Like, what do I? It's like a mob boss, you come to my house. <laughs> what do I do with that? Come to me. My like, that's a disgusting <laughs> thing. But then he turns around to the younger Beast and Beast's like, "Hey, don't look at me. I didn't come back in time. Well, like, you just did though. You bring your hairy ass into my house. <laughs> so they they go to the future and they see the Jean Grey school and they're like, "Oh my God, this is fuck. This is Xavier's. This is amazing." Yeah. Maybe not tell her the name of the school right away. So she Maybe not do almost any of the shit Beast does to Jane. I also like the noise he makes when he hunches over in pain is... <laughs> <laughs> but also, alright, so right when they come to the future, Wolverine's teaching a class about what do you do when you face a ninja master. Well, you gotta know that there's so many ninjas around you because, of course, a ninja master won't be, like, right in front of you unless he's the bait. Like, this is what he's going on about. Which also, duh... Yeah. students but none of the, yeah, you don't know of, ninjas are gonna trick you yeah glob already knows that like <laughs> if anything this is like probably the one point wolverine has in all these books is that his students are dumb if they don't understand how ninjas work it's like ninjas 101 though yeah but they're like veteran x-men kind of these students glob and choir <laughs> yeah he tries to kill instantly i know obviously younger version yes of that's exactly so he smells scott presumably because he should be the only one who wants to kill right away and he just rushes out but the space in which he has to run from that classroom to where they're standing out on the lawn of the school he had exactly he has to obviously see 
who the fuck he's running at. Yeah, the, the redhead and obviously, like, two versions of the same guy. <laughs> and so, yeah, he dives at them and immediately Gene freezes him in the air and Scott blasts him away. And Bobby's nice. He breaks his fall with an ice barrier. Uh, actually, I love that cause he made him a slide. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, Wee! I like that he got whooped real fast, though. Yeah. Yeah, they, they took care of his ass. Because sometimes they do make him overpowered as if people can't stop him, but then you got times like this. Gene normally puts him in his place, so I like that. Yeah, and then Wolverine realizes, like, after the fact, and everyone's like, what's going on? And Iceman's like, hey, that was ice power, but not my ice power. But what? It is my ice power. <laughs> they look right at each other at the same time, and it's, like, quiet, and then, ah! <laughs> <laughs> Which older Iceman makes sense, but younger Iceman, like... Yeah, you should have known you'd see yourself. <laughs> you knew where you were coming. Yeah. Hey, Jean should be more shocked she's dead right now. Exactly. Everyone should be expecting to see their future version. It, it was your idea, Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> that one's coming from Hank. So, <laughs> Which was so stupid. It's like, you're actually the one who did it. Yeah. Bobby was just talking out of his ass. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And that's... Uh, so Wolverine's team are all like, what the fuck is going on? What did you do, Beast? And he's like, actually, it was Iceman's idea. And he's like, whoa, what the <laughs> yeah, fuck? Puts it right on him. <laughs> Obviously, the guy who's like... They portray as not being smart enough to have come up with that idea. Yeah. They made it seem like he inception Beast with it. It's like, hmm. But, if only we could just... Get them from the past. Right. But before Beast could start explaining it, because of course he's about to go into a diatribe of how brilliant it was and how he got got the idea, he gets a heart attack. He's faking it. <laughs> the heart attack? <laughs> yeah, he's pulling a Pierce from Community. He's like, ah! Ah! Yeah, so he has a heart attack and he's taken to like the infirmary inside of the school. Yeah, right before he has to explain himself. But they're yeah. all, they all blame Bobby right away. Kitty's like, Bobby, what did you do? <laughs> yeah. I guess in fairness, they don't have context of, like, Bobby just said a thing offhand and Beast just ran with it. Because when Beast would have explained that, he had a heart attack. <laughs> yeah, so, so that's just Bobby's fault. Yeah. Um, so for all Kitty knows, they went and had, like, a secret conversation where, like, hey, here's the plan. The Illuminati. <laughs> X-Men Illuminati. Yeah. So the young X-Men, uh, Wolverine takes them out into, like, the living room. and he's He calls like, them the little X-Men. Yeah. And he's like, you guys are going back right away. This is bullshit. This shouldn't have happened. Sleep. Yeah, basically. And he's like, you should know better than that, Gene, that that won't work on me. Which, by the way, why would she? Why would she know better she than that? She doesn't know She doesn't know. Yeah. <laughs> but then, thump. Right yeah. on the ground. And she talks about, like, yeah, I read his mind. It's crazy. I really do have tele... Uh, I said almost a telekinetic. Yeah, telepathic <laughs> powers. It's like I could read his brain. Yeah. And uh, she talks about how, like... He was going to say that, like, we had to go back to our own time, but really, he's really proud of uh, Beast for having done this, which is, you know, conflicting. And also, he has a lot of really disgusting thoughts because, of course, he does. Yeah, he's a pervert. He's, he's a pervert. He's like, I was already in love with Jean, but now she's a young girl. It's everything. <laughs> right, he's about to mentor her. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh, which is so funny because, see, Scott actually says that later in a way that makes him almost sound like Wolverine. Given the context, it makes sense because he means, like, when he was a boy, but, like, he is a man. Yeah, it's, and well, he, like, because to him, though, that exact thought. to him, it's the idyllic, like, that's when he fell in love with her. And yeah. It's, it's like seeing her for the first time again. But, like, Wolverine, he It's like, he oh, this excited. is better than before. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if she likes dolls. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> That's a callback to ID. Yeah, yeah, but it's so fucked up when you say it like that. <laughs> this is so later you could show him where I touched you. <laughs> so... <laughs> I think we said that before too. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> they uh, the the young X Men they're talking about like like Scotch is like I can't believe I be I do this like I kill like because she asked were you able to read his mind are they telling the truth about me and Xavier and she's like yeah they are and he's like I can't believe I do this and she's like you can't believe this I can't believe I'm dead and I like date a terrorist. Which is weird, because, like, no one said that she dated Scott yet. I think they're dating currently. So they just gleam it? No. No, they weren't dating uh, when Beast goes back in time. He's he's writing the letter to Jean oh. that says that, like, he loves her and stuff. So, like, he hasn't told her yet. Um, so they're yeah. not dating younger. She read Wolverine's mind, though. She would have known everything. That's fair. Yeah, fair. But... Like, she's not... When she was alive, Scott wasn't a terrorist. And he still isn't, but, like, he's perceived to be now, and she's already dead. So, like, she said it backwards in a way that was like, wait, that implies that Scott's dating a corpse? Yeah, and well, it's also... Either that, or it implies that, like, she knows they're gonna date in the future, so she's like, I guess we're dating now. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of little jabs like that that happened in this series, too. Of just like, yeah. I don't like that everyone's telling us that we're going to be together before we've even decided we're going to be together. Also, Wolverine's yeah. just yeah. chilling their ass up on the ground. Yeah. Like, oh, he's just waiting for it. Which actually... <laughs> <laughs> like straight, they draw him ass up. Like, oh, yeah, so when you put ground. him to sleep, he hit his face and just left the booty up. <laughs> yeah. Um, but they see on the news that a new mutant uh, had popped up, and they're like, all right, well, that's what we do. We're going to go yeah. see that. If I, w- if I was me, I would go there. Yeah. So we should go there because I will be there. Yeah, because they decide that they're going to start making decisions for themselves and Scott wants to see himself. And yeah. so they... I mean, it's been a half hour. <laughs> so it's not like people have been bossing you around the whole time. You're just like, fuck, you know, I'm going to start being me and do what I want to do. This was our house first. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you just got here. Nobody's told you. They told you to get out of a room. Yeah. That's all that happened. Yeah, well, Wolverine's the, ever sending you back. Uh, but they get into a Blackbird and they just take it. Steal it. Well, it's theirs, isn't it? No. That one's blown up a long time ago. Yeah, it's like 15 times. At the very least, Kitty destroyed it. Yeah. In our, our Christmas episode. Go yeah. listen to our Christmas episode to learn how Kitty destroys uh, the X-Wing. She starts it without leaving. Like, the, the hangar. She doesn't open so, it. So, so it, it all right, just I guess don't wall. go listen to her. Spoilers. Yeah. <laughs> Past episode. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that's the end of uh, two. Three actually takes us back in time ten days. And it's the perspective of Scott's X-Men team. And you see that... Because uh, if you remember from Consequences, it's only Magic, Scott, and Magneto. And that they need to go get Emma. So like that's where it ends. And so this is actually picks up... From that point, they go to a facility that uh, they tell Magic, because she's like, where are we? Uh, And it's the Weapon X facility. And uh, it's like, this is the first place that humans started torturing mutants. And this is going to be the new Xavier school. 
because we're gonna take this and we're gonna redefine what it is. It's gonna be the base for the mutant revolution. It's the last place to look for them. Exactly. So, yeah. Good place to hide out. Plus, it's also the last place that Wolverine would want to go back to. Yeah. And even it's, though he does it a lot, but yeah. <laughs> so really, he should have known better than to go there. It's like, yeah, it's but, crazy. Wolverine takes like so many trips here. Yeah, he's just gonna check it out on a whim, not even looking for him. Yeah, it's like, oh, my pass is hazy again. I should go see the thing in Canada. <laughs> Scott, <laughs> Aunt Petunia, <laughs> Aunt Petunia. <laughs> he's a new, he's a different character now. He's gonna go see the thing in Canada. <laughs> no, he's only on Yancey Street. Uh, he never travels over. So, but I, I do like the idea that, like, this is arguably the first place in which mutants were persecuted by humans, by, by like, human governments. Yeah, I mean, not even close, but yeah. Right, but that's how, like, how it's framed, because Magneto even says this is the first place they tortured mutants, and that's going to be the base of the revolution against the human tyranny of mutants. So, after they decide that, then it goes to two days later where they go to rescue Emma. She's in a caravan being transported to a different uh, prison facility for some reason because she was already in prison. So I don't know why they decided they needed to change where she was. Um, it's a more prisony prison. Yeah, I guess so. It's got harder locks. <laughs> so they just pop up because, you know, magic, literally. Yeah. <laughs> and You're not wrong. Yeah, and the guy who just wanted to watch, uh, listen to Howard Stern while he drove realizes, like, oh, no, Magneto and, and Cyclops. They're in front of us. What do we do? And they're like, uh, you keep driving. Fucking run them over. <laughs> Dumb. So they, like, they fly at him, and Cyclops is, like, not, get, he's not getting it upright. Well, well, actually, what happens is Magneto can't, because yeah. he's like, you got this? And Magneto's like, yeah. He's like, I got it. And he's like, I don't got it. <laughs> yeah, he's like, never mind. I don't know what's wrong. Which is weird that like this is the moment they realize their powers are whacked. They never tried it before. Yeah, but they they showed them try. It. I guess it just took a while. Well, because they used their powers. Yeah. And consequences. Yeah. Well, and in the first issue of this. Well, technically, that's the future. Right? The future. This is eight days before. So that was the days of future past. <laughs> You're just gonna let me sit in this. <laughs> <laughs> so. <laughs> They uh, they realize like Magneto can't really help. The best he could do is he kind of lifts one of the cars to sort of shield the the bullet fire coming from the helicopter, and so Scott goes to shoot, but then it like explodes out of his visor. So actually, it does way more damage than he intended. So to he be, probably killed some people. To be fair to him, he hasn't seen Emma in a long time. So the second he does, yeah. damn, <laughs> yeah, sorry, yeah. he just exploded. <laughs> yeah. So they realize. Their powers are, are just broken for some reason. And they think that r the humans have, like, some weird power dampening thing that's fucking with them. And, like, they don't know what's going on. They're like, what's wrong with me? What's wrong with you? Like, Magneto's like, what the fuck's wrong with you? Like, you just, why'd you do that? How did that happen? And he's like, where the fuck are my glasses? I can't find my glasses. Like, his visor's <laughs> gone. <laughs> he's trying to, like, hold his eyes in. I like it. <laughs> Instead of Vilma, though, I like the idea that it's, like, more like the Johnny Bravo scene. <laughs> where he's, like, his glasses fall off. He's like, I can't be seen without my glasses. <laughs> so, uh, he gets his visor back on, and he's putting it on. And there's just a lot of yelling, like, what the fuck is going on? One guy's like, I got a family, I got a family. Magneto's like, who the fuck doesn't? The whole yeah. time during this scene, uh, Cyclops is just singing Shaggy. <laughs> it's just that every line. Dude, <laughs> I was thinking that exact thing. thing. <laughs> <She's> like, 
<laughs> it wasn't you that murdered Charles Xavier. It wasn't, wasn't me. me. <laughs> I know. I was thinking the exact thing. He's, he's, he's just shaggy now. <laughs> Which is like funny because we have a Scooby Doo reference before, too. It, it's funny they keep saying the same shit. Like, what's wrong with you? Because yeah. <laughs> Scott's telling him to open the door. He's like, can you open it? He's like, I don't know. Be silent. Scott, what's wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> what is your problem? It's already established. Your powers are fucked up, man. <laughs> yeah. Check back earlier in the book. It's there. <laughs> So, he's like, all right, Magneto, uh, you're up again. Open the door to let Emma out. And he's like, I'm trying. And he's like, fucking do it better. What's wrong with you now? And he's like, man, can I just... And they open it, and Emma is out. And she's like, what the fuck's wrong with you guys? Like, why'd you do all this the way you did it? And uh, they're like, well, we thought it was the least we can do, all things considered. We could get you out of prison. And she's like, what... This is the least you can do. Maybe not do all the bad things you had done. Which is a bit disingenuous considering like she was becoming a homicidal maniac with the Phoenix Force. And also we know that, that she gave him... eyebrows when you said homicidal maniac? Well, because, you know, homicidal maniac. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like this is disregarding the uncanny run. This is only if you read AVX. Kind of. Basically, yeah. Because also... uh, she straight up gives him permission and like... Like, hey, I'm losing control. You should probably take this over. And I'd, I'd rather be the Queen of Ashes than, uh, you know, no queen at all. So, But, yeah, this is saying, like, you stole it from me. It's like, uh, what? Yeah. They, she's having selective memory. Apparently. <laughs> and or so is Scott with the whole, it wasn't me. <laughs> <laughs> you were the one who killed Xavier. It wasn't me. <laughs> <laughs> that could be our second single. <laughs> <laughs> Stabby, stabby, and then it wasn't me (laughs) who killed Xavier. Uh, So then, also, Benjamin is introduced. So this actually kind of explains why he's on the news in the previous issue, since it takes place prior. And uh, Benjamin is a mutant who shapeshifts, sort of. Like, he becomes a lot like the person he's next to, but not like a a full-on copy, and it just sort of happens passively. He's more like the Ditto from... uh, the Pokemon cartoon, rather than Mystique. Or a movie. Is it in the movie? Yeah, the live action, remember? It, uh, it's the, uh, yeah, keeps, it's the secretary? Uh, keeps, like, still, like, its facial features, but changes into, like, whatever it's yeah. trying to become. Which, by the way, if you haven't seen the Pokemon movie, not that they sponsor us or anything. Yeah. Uh, it, it, but if you're the Pokemon movie and you want to sponsor <laughs> us. Watch it, and watch for the secretary when she takes her glasses off. Or, or like the bodyguard or whatever she was. Yeah. It was so great. It was just ditto eyes. <laughs> uh, so, uh, he's he's introduced uh, as that, like, he he can he's sort of morph uh, into you. Yeah, it's to make him, like, or the person he's speaking with, like, feel more comfortable. It's supposed yeah. To... And he's at, well, I don't know if he's in college or if he's in high school. He's yeah, like at, a, at a school. A it's, lo- it's college. Okay, yeah. Because they, they, like, fully, like kick him out and like it's a campus it's like a full-on campus because he gets their voice too not just their looks yeah um later (laughs) they expand on his powers that like what he does is he lulls people into a sense of security so that they're more comfortable around him making him like sort of the best spy kind of do you notice that he dresses like han solo yep (laughs) like a schlubby tall han solo yeah so like honestly he dresses like starbirds (laughs) (laughs) he does but i was gonna say he looks like if uh Oh, fuck. The guy who played Kylo Ren. Adam Driver? Hey, Adam Driver. If Adam Driver dressed up like Han Solo. Like his dad? 
Yeah, exactly. It's because spoilers his dad's if you close. haven't seen the Star Wars movie that came out six years ago. Adam Driver's Han Solo's kid. Yeah. Also, Kylo he Red. kills Han Solo. Whoa. Twice. <laughs> Twice. No, he doesn't do it the second time. Oh, no. He throws the lightsaber away the second time. Yeah. But, like, it's the exact same scene, basically. Spoilers. Yeah. Oh, spoilers. So, what happens is, like, they're having, like, a, a pro-mutant rally at his school, and then he starts shifting into his friend who he's talking to, and she's like, you're making fun of me. Stop doing that voice. She looks at him, and, like, his hair is completely different, and he looks like he's wearing makeup, and he, she's like, what the fuck's going on? He's like, what are you talking about? Oh, my God. What the fuck's going on? What are you doing to me? So now he thinks, like, a practical joke that, like, the crowd's pulling on him. Like, how? Like, how? You, you morphed into a thing. I like the idea, though, that... Like, he's really bad at doing it. He also looks like B. Arthur. <laughs> he does, but, but her, like, I just picture in my head her going, like, stop doing that voice. He's like, come give me a voice. <laughs> Can you imagine B. Arthur just mocking you? Yeah, <laughs> Copying everything you were saying? <laughs> so, uh, Scott's struggling uh, with his powers, though, because, like, so he's sitting on a hill being a sad boy because he does that from time to time. It is one of the somewhat disappointing things about Scott. If you're in the X-Men universe, you're a sad boy every once in a while. Every once in a while. If you're you're sit on a hill and you pine a bit. Yeah, if you're uh, uh, any comic book character, some of my favorite characters are sad boys. Cyclops, <laughs> Daredevil, Spider-Man, all sad boys. He's like yelling no into the sky. It's like those are the three, two things he yells no and Gene. No! <laughs> yeah, pretty much. And Magneto shows up. Scott, you're embarrassing yourself. (laughs) (laughs) With your face explosions. How embarrassing. Uh, But he does go on to say, like, because he just feels like he's starting all the way over again. Like, the ability to control his powers took so long, and it's just all gone. Which also, because I I remember, like, I read that, and I was like, but but you can't. Yeah, you can't do it You still can't control your powers. It's the same way as when you were 15. But, like, and I guess in the way that... If you were in a car that you couldn't stop, but you still knew how to drive, you could at least avoid things. It's inevitable that you'll crash into something if you're not paying attention, but now he's in a car that, like, the fucking windshield's completely blacked over, and, like, he has almost no control, because he keeps shooting his fucking visor off. So it's basically the scene from uh, Pineapple Express when he's trying to drive. And his foot's stuck out. (laughs) Yeah, basically. (laughs) Well, it's like he doesn't have a visor, basically, I took it as. Because it's like, i got to go back to the beginning. It's like when he didn't have a visor and couldn't control shit. Yeah. now, even with the visor, he can't control it. Oh, exactly. Well, because when he used his power, it shot the visor off. Like, somehow. Because it's going wild. It's like, yeah. not going straight. That's that's uh, why, eventually, like, they change it to the X. The X was supposed to be, like, a specific kind of visor that was helping focus the beam, at least. Coincidentally, internet. They just want exactly. They no, no, want. exactly. But I mean, that was their justification for it. Right. It's like a bigger area. It's yeah. Like a straight line. And some artists do it. Did it awesome, and some were just terrible. Um, but there was this one guy who did a, a like, uh, like a three D schematic of what it would look like in real life. It was really dope. It had like the two bottom ends of the X going over his eyes, and the other ones coming just above. It was cool. I'll Sounds find it like one it. time and we'll share it on the, the, yeah. the Facebook. <laughs> Maybe by the time this episode comes out, <laughs> yeah. <but> probably not. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. Sometime. We'll see. Find out next. <laughs> <laughs> on next. <laughs> Man. Uh, so, he's struggling and Magneto's like, hey, stop being a bitch, maybe. Yeah. And he's, and actually Magneto's really fucking mad at him because he's like, 
fucking, you're going to fix this because you broke my power. Because, and he keeps telling him before this, I'm not mad. I'm not mad. <laughs> he basically like, cool. yo, stop crying because I'm going to bitch at you. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're upset. I'm upset. Because that's one of the things we're trying to figure out is like, our powers are broken. And I think Emma's like, it must have been the Phoenix. And Magneto's like, but I never had the Phoenix. And they're like, yeah, plot hole. Uh, well, he, Scott hit you pretty hard when he had the Phoenix, though, right? Didn't he? Like, he, he, he gave it to you pretty hard. I think is <laughs> well, what it says. And Ileana's like, I'm stronger. And they're like, that's weird. Yeah, fuck you, <laughs> Miss. I have a perfect world now, or whatever. Like, everything's brighter for you. Meanwhile, but how would us. how would Colossus's powers just fuck up him? Just like reverting from metal, like yeah, it was back from metal to person. <laughs> he looked like he had metallic vitiligo. He, you know, he r- does? really, yeah, like it was splotchy. Yeah, yeah, Metallidigo. That sounds like a metal band. Metaligo. There you go. Uh, so, Scott and Magneto uh, arrive to speak to Benjamin. Yeah, they're, uh, they're scoping Mag- out his Facebook because they're having this another like camping like thing, and, and like all the students are like, "Oh my god, it's so crazy that you're a mutant. That's so cool." It's so cool you're a mutant. You're going to be famous. You're going to be like an Avenger or whatever. He's like, I don't even know what the fuck my power is. I don't, I don't know what I am. I might not even be a mutant. Maybe it's something else. And Scott and Magneto show up like, hey, Mr. Mutant. <laughs> but Magneto before here was important because Magneto was shitting all over him, like blaming him yeah. for killing Xavier and for doing all that shit, which made no sense because Magneto was like, yeah, I've been mad before and I've done some dumb shit. That was all me. Yeah, that, that is an being mad. Point to the phoenix force like uh those are two completely different things yeah, you just rage out on your sword. own and started killing people yeah this is a cosmic entity that took he's, over. he's basically trying to tell scott hey stop saying it wasn't you that song yeah, stopped being popular in like in 2002 <laughs> uh and take responsibility for your actions which he was taking responsibility he he was exactly he got baited out of the prison by miss sinister and then also by realizing he was right that they're going to keep targeting mutants. And it was kind of take, like, he wants to do more good stuff. It's not like, I'm just breaking out and going yeah. get some pizza and ice cream and drink some beer. He's like, no, I'm going to go help these mutants out. Yeah. It's it's very nuanced. Um, and then the young X-Men show up. And they're like, hey, guy. What are you doing over there? And he's like, oh, my God. And the way they show up, too, is like, Scott's like, like we're join us. We're starting the revolution. And the young Cyclops is like, oh, it's a revolution now? Yeah. Like, what's up, bro? Because <laughs> that is something that young Scott says when they first, uh, when Beast first goes to the past, is like, hey, I got to stop you from, like, you're, you're trying to do some revolution or whatever. And he's like, revolution? I don't want a revolution. I want humans and mutants to be at peace with every fiber of my being. Like, how are you going to tell me that that's not true? Yeah. Well, I mean... Shit happens though. Like yeah, a whole a couple life islands get blown up. Uh, yeah, everybody keeps trying to bang his a girlfriend. A few genocides of your own people. They're putting yeah. a lot of negative connotation on the word revolution, though. Yeah, they are. Yeah, it's <clears throat> it's helped out a lot of people before. Well, it's also hurt a lot of people too. Yeah, everyone knows it's bloody and that like because that's the weird thing. If life is good, then sure. A revolution is a bad thing because why would you want to ruin what you have just because a few people think that they should have it better? Yeah, like World War One was started by a revolution. Exactly. And it's like they didn't need one. But uh, the X-Men and mutants in general are persecuted. They are like in a world where a they world. are foreseen as a negative thing. 
And so revolution in that sense seems logical and like, hey, we need to rise above this thing and assert our not necessarily dominance, but like that we have the right to exist. So I like the way that uh, issue four opens. So I'm going to read the inner thoughts of all of it. Scott. Yeah, it goes on for a few pages, but it, it doesn't take that much time. My first thought, the one that really sticks, is that I've lost it. After all that I've been through, all the people that crawled inside my head, all the hard choices I've made, all the things I've done in the name of my mutant people, maybe I just lost control of myself. Maybe I don't know the difference between fantasy and reality anymore. When I think about all the mutants I know with telepathic or mind control powers, Mastermind, Mentello, Emma Frost, maybe Emma's been lying about not having her psychic powers anymore. Emma made it clear that she's pretty angry, even though I'm the one who should be angry. Maybe the White Queen has finally shown her true self. But if it was her, she wouldn't let me think this. Xavier? Maybe Xavier can't be killed. Maybe Xavier is inside my head right now. Maybe Xavier is right in front of me, and he's not allowing me to see him. He's only allowing me to see what he wants me to see. He wants me to see myself. He wants me to see who I was when he loved me, when I was everything he wanted me to be. He wants me to see the original X-Men. He wants me to see us when we were pure, when we didn't know any better, when we didn't know what the world really was. But I know in my heart that Xavier's dead. And I know if I really think about it, I know no matter how angry Emma is, she would never do this. So I have to think about who would do this, who would punish me this viciously. Then I think about shapeshifters, I think about Mystique, but there would have to be five shapeshifters, wouldn't there? And they would have to be fantastic. No, somehow this is real. I am looking right at myself. I am looking at the original X-Men, and they are looking right at me with such utter contempt. Damn it. I feel it in my bones. This is real. That is really Jean, and that is really me. And they are there trying to figure out why I'm standing next to Magneto. How could this be? Teenage me cannot possibly fathom a world where Cyclops, leader of the X-Men, is an ally to once mutant terrorist Magneto. Who did this? Who brought this nightmare? Oh my god, Jean. There oh she god, is. Oh my god, Jean. <laughs> Alive. Exactly how she looked when I first fell completely in love with her. So gorgeous. So... It's really her. It's really her. And I like that this is the first word he actually says is just Jean. Like, everything going on in his mind. And ultimately, the only thing he can utter is Jean's name. And the whole time, he's doing his inner monologue. She's like, hearing stop. all of it. Yeah. She's yeah, he, being overwhelmed by what she's hearing. She's having a straight mental orgasm, and she's, like, hearing all that shit. And she actually is the fault of everything that ends up happening because she can't control, like, she's so outraged by everything she's hearing, and she's the one, like, she's just, like, tosses them. Like, because Magneto's like, what the fuck? Like, who did this? This is fucked up. And, yeah, she just uses her powers and pushes them over, and then he straight up breaks his neck, I but know, not dude, really. That so painful. <laughs> Like, she throws him, and he falls headfirst on the ground, and of course it knocks his visor off, and immediately, he just starts blowing everything up with his powers. Yeah, and his neck's broken, so his head's just spinning around. <laughs> he didn't even close his eyes for some reason. Yeah. So he's really... he's dead. Yeah. He's really <laughs> conflicted by the sight of the young X-Men, and he gets overwhelmed by that, and then he's just trying to get up, and it looks like 
he's like just angry blowing stuff up but in reality probably is like trying to close his eyes and so younger scott's like fucking stop like so he's just seeing a guy like he's seeing himself attack an innocent yeah. public and Iceman's like what happened to you man you used to be i mean well lame <laughs> you used to not be a dick well not like this kind of dick so and scott uh younger scott tries to counter the optic blast with his own and then gets overwhelmed with the power of it magneto throws a fucking bike at Dude, Iceman. Oh, so great and even later Iceman's like he threw a bike at me <laughs> Like pedestrians do not have the right of way when it comes to <laughs> I ride my bike where I want. You don't expect it. to be hit by a, a bicycle in the fucking sky. <laughs> he was on an ice slide. I want to ride my bicycle. But wouldn't those powers not hurt it? each other though? Because Scott and Havoc don't hurt each other with their powers. So Scott and Scott. <laughs> I don't know, because it's just whatever the writer wants, because sometimes they do show him hurting himself with his own powers. Well, if he shot his toe, would it hurt? It shouldn't. But he's also decapitated himself. With his own powers? Yeah, but the the only reason that he can close his eyes and doesn't blow his eyelids off is because he's reabsorbing the energy blast. So yeah, it shouldn't hurt. Should (laughs) have just took that blast. Yeah, (laughs) it would have been fine. What? Oh, Scott did take the blast. What are you talking about? Well, no, they were shooting beam on beam, and then it overtook him. Oh, it no, just I depends just, on the writer whether or not he can, like, the blast actually hurt him or not. I took it as Scott, younger Scott was just trying to counter where the other beam was going. And then it was just overwhelming because the other one, like, is just so much more powerful and out of control. And But he didn't himself get hurt. He just got pushed back by the force. Because... The force? Yeah. Well, because after the fact, because all that happens is... <laughs> when older Scott gets his bearings, like, oh my god, and he puts his uh, visor back on, he's like, we need to get the fuck out of here, man. Yeah. <laughs> this is going south in a horrible abort, way. Abort. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, any any other circumstance, like, uh, the original five X-Men would be no problem for the, these X-Men to, like, take on. No problem for Magneto by like, himself. The, but the it's shock jarring, of, yeah. Yeah, the shock of seeing them mixed with their powers being fucked up, like, just led them to a situation this is the only scenario where they'd have to be like fuck get us out of here but i didn't even take it as like he could they couldn't handle the fight i think like i just destroyed this school yeah and like get the fuck out this is not and we just wanted to talk to benjamin i'm not saying that they couldn't handle the fight i'm saying this is the only scenario that they really could have created where the x-men would have had to have like get the fuck out yeah but i mean like both teams did yeah like they both were just like we we gotta go this went south and then uh the other team like we gotta go because this is all fucked up. And uh, Benjamin and his friend just like, what the fuck? Was that the X-Men just <laughs> fighting over us? And she's like, did they fight over you? Is that what this is about? Uh, and then, and, well, actually, too. Sorry, because I just realized what I was going to say is, because like, it shows a panel, like, after uh, older Scott and Magneto decide to leave, it shows a panel of younger Scott, and he's just sitting there, like, unhurt. So, like, so he wasn't actually hurt by the beam. I was when I brought that up. I was curious because I didn't. It makes sense now that you, that a uh, young Scott was trying to counter older Scotts. Yeah, I thought it was old Scott countering young Scott. Oh no! So I, I took and he should know that he's not going to get hurt by that. Yeah, no, older Scott. He was just trying to stand up. Like he he needed his visor and like probably was fucked. At, like because it makes it seem like he can't just close his eyes now either. Like because the force is so powerful. 
that because otherwise, yeah, just shut your eyes. But you right. see him constantly with his forearms. He's doing everything he can to like push the beam, like keep yeah, it that's in. True. <laughs> just shut, get back in my face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, basically. Uh, so he's not intending to do that. And then we get like a cool little moment of Ava and Christopher kind of getting to know each other, uh, sharing stories of why they're there and what happened to them. And she's all like, oh, all right, heel guy, nice to meet you. I'm, I'm glad I know you. Yeah, you, you can kind of tell that they're going to have some uh, type of relationship where he's like the nervous one and she kind of brings him out of his shell. You know, you, you think that? <laughs> it doesn't happen. <laughs> That's I, what happens in the scene. I, I wish that they did a little more with the the newer students that they pull into this uncanny book. I mean, I'm glad that it's so heavily Cyclops-focused, but also, you know, they're they're sort of there as background characters for most of this, unfortunately. And they don't do much in the future either, which sucks. Yeah. I like this little dialogue. After the older X-Men leave, Scott's team, uh, young Iceman's talking with Angel. It's like, he ran away? Magneto ran away? Angel's like, since when does he do that? Because they're not used to that shit. They're used to Magneto just... <laughs> yeah. And actually, there's there's a moment, too, where uh, uh, Iceman says, like, who knew that in the future uh, Scott would be a blank and Magneto would be a coward? And I'm trying to figure out what the blank world word is because it's only four. <laughs> He'd be a fuck. <laughs> yeah. He'd be a cunt. Uh, probably a cunt. <laughs> yeah. Because it's, it's only four. Because I thought bitch at first. Like, because that's the one that just naturally fits, but it's only four. It's got to be shit, fuck, cunt. Uh, Who knew he'd be a shit? I think it's douche and it's not numbered, or it's not correctly. They can say douche, though, can't they? Yeah, but it's too many. Was cunt really being used, though, that much back then? Uh, I didn't hear it a whole lot. If you read some Garth Ennis. Oh, okay. (laughs) So. I hear it more often now, and then I don't even like using it. It still like is a word. That's it's probably fine. it's probably dick. It's fine. It's yeah, maybe dick, but you know. I feel like it's reserved for a certain type of person who like goes out of their way to fuck over another person. A cunt. Yeah, that, that's what I'm saying. Like, so it's not always that scenario. It's like an asshole when you don't want to use as many syllables. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Too, you're tired. You're too long. <laughs> So rated E for everything. I did, and I and I like. I, frankly, I love how all these are paneled and set up, but that the last panel on that page is just what this, I'm paneling. <laughs> is is just uh, <laughs> that the last panel of that page of uh, Christopher and Ava talking is like a close up of their faces as a blue light shines, and that the next one is like. Magic porting Scott and Magneto there. And then they're sort of arguing and, and talking about, like, what the fuck just happened and what was going on with, you know, that the younger mutants were there. And uh, Emma tries to talk to Scott, and he's like, fucking not now, and goes past her, and Magneto tells her, like, yeah, it's Jean. Jean's back. Jean, Jean. She's not real. happy. It's for real deal, Jean. Like, no, it's Madeline. <laughs> And she's like, oh, great. This is the last thing I fucking needed now was also Jean Grey to be alive again. I like how magic was all about business, though. Like, did you guys get the new mutant? Even though she brought them back. So she <laughs> yeah. Guess not. <laughs> so don't You're our ride. Yeah. <laughs> I'll take that as a no. Like, you could have figured that out when you picked us up. <laughs> That's a really good point, actually. I like that Bobby's just wearing shorts. Which makes more sense why they didn't even answer her. Because they're like, figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> 
And uh, the y- the young X Men too. They're like on a random sort of cliff, I guess, wherever they parked the the Blackbird, and they're talking about like that's crazy. And Jean's unconscious from everything. Uh, she was like overwhelmed using the telekinesis and her telepathy during that. Uh, so they they sort of like picked up her unconsciously and r- when they ran. Um, I said that wrong. Because that made it sound like they were unconscious and picked her up. <laughs> they picked her up while she was unconscious. Like they weren't thinking about picking her up. <laughs> and so now they're like waiting for her to come to. And she comes to like reading their mind. And she's like being overwhelmed by their uh, thoughts. And Scott's off in the distance sort of sitting alone on a hill. Again, looking out. and Sad boy. Sad boy. They have so much in common. Scott and Scott. I know. <laughs> because it's so it's Now he's so a sad cool. boy on a sad cliff. <laughs> he is. <laughs> It's so cool how he did it, though, because in this page, he panels it with, like, Scott's perspective of sitting, looking out into the distance, and then the story goes on in the page, and then there's a the page of resolution right after that of, like, okay, well, we gotta go back to the mansion, because Beast is like, I gotta go make sure I don't die before we go back, and then... Yeah, get in the plane, Bobby! <laughs> and then it goes to uh, older Scott... And he's on a hill in the exact same pose Younger Scott was in the exact same panel framing for the first half of the page as Emma approaches him and they try to figure out who did it and they re- both realize it was Beast. Yeah, they realize it because they're, for uh, like a while, they're like, like he's wondering of all these scenarios. Like, uh, is it like uh, people who can shape shift? Is it like people who are getting into my mind? And they're just like, well, who has the technology to, like, go get them? Like, Beast. And fucking also doesn't like you. Beast. Yeah. yeah. They're like, who else could it fucking be? Beast, how are we just realizing this? Yeah. And But I just like, because it's the same person. So yeah. he actually has the same mannerisms of, like, his body movement and what he would do and how he would sad boy. Well, because I try to act like it's he's so different, but I like that undertone that he's not. Yeah, he's just the same guy. Yeah. And he, I mean, he literally is sitting in the same pose. In both of those panels. Yeah. So I thought that was really cool. But and uh, the young X-Men, they return back to the uh, Xavier, well not Xavier, uh, the Jean Grey school. And Beast is like, I'm going to go save myself. Thank you very yeah. much, so fuck off. Like trying to be heroic, but yeah. it's you, bro. Yeah. <laughs> like, really, it's just uh, really egotistical and like... Uh, only I can save me. Only me can save me, basically. Not even just only me can save me. The only thing important right now is saving oh, me. Yeah. yeah. And the only people who can do it is two me's. Yeah. So it's, and that's that's what happens. It's Storm's team though, not Wolverine's team. It's 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 because both I mean, of them are like me when he says yeah. who's in yeah, charge. Yeah. The next yeah. panel they're literally arguing about. That. Yeah. Because <clears throat> she's like, "Go find them," and then they show up, and he's like, "Found them." <laughs> Here they are. <laughs> good, good. Which makes sense though, because Storm. Should be in charge. That makes more sense in Wolverine. Yeah, and she does become in charge. He shouldn't be able to even like. He shouldn't be able to babysit. He let alone be, be in allowed. charge of the school. He's hardly qualified to talk about fighting ninjas, considering that he lets ninjas stab him. Yeah, like he fights poorly be, just because he can heal. Yeah, even though he should know better. So, Gene uh, links Beast's mind, minds. Beasts minds. Beasts minds. <laughs> so yeah. That reminded me of a fight between Wolverine and Black Panther that uh, Black Panther whooped on that ass. So, like, <laughs> your whole fighting style is based on you taking damage. You can't win. Yeah. Well, and also, he's covered in the only thing that, like, is stronger than adamantium. Yeah. Uh, I don't know that it's stronger than adamantium. Yeah, they've stated it. It's Vibranium is stronger. It's better. 
but I don't know about strong. I think in no, no, it's a, it's a more durable metal. And a man is supposed to be the unbreakable metal. There's a difference. It absorbs all shock. Yeah, but it could be overwhelmed. Otherwise, Black Panther would win all the time, anytime, like every day. Yeah, but we also learned from the Wolverine that you can just pull it apart if it's on the Silver Samurai. Uh, they use shoddy craftsmanship. <laughs> so, Gene shows up in Beast's mind because, you know, telepathy. <laughs> and Beast is like in his older state uh, where he was like first blue and yeah, furry. first time he turned blue. Just hanging out in the mansion all alone in his mind. And he's like, oh, Gene. You know how he put, how her, he put her in the skirt? Yeah. She's like, what am I wearing? He's like, well, that's my favorite outfit of yours. (laughs) Well, this is is Beast being, like, creeping on Jean, kind of, during this uh, issue. Also want to point out, she talks about how much she hates that outfit. This is, like, a year removed from that. In 15 years, she's going to be wearing that outfit as a grown-ass woman. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, I think she's just jarred by it. Maybe she just hasn't reached that fashion sense or whatever. She also made up the outfit. Sure. <laughs> but so bad in a way that, like, you get used to it and it grows on you. And, yeah. Like, also, I like who, it. Who wants to be started, uh, like, who wants to be called their nickname in high school now? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I, I didn't have a nickname in high school, so I didn't yeah, really. Did. Nobody, they just didn't tell you. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> what was it? Considering you didn't even Fuck go to boy. my high school. He's <laughs> <laughs> a shit dick. The, the originator of Fuckboy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He was the the first. It was Kyle. Kyle. I'm pretty sure you gotta fuck a bunch to be a (laughs) fuckboy. No, you gotta wanna fuck. (laughs) Alright, so Scott gets Benjamin to join him, though. Because he goes back to the school. Benjamin just got kicked out. And then he he was a bit unfair to his friend. Because he was like, you guys only like mutants when it's like cool and trendy. But like when stuff happens... You're just dicks. I thought that was dope. I thought that was a good... Uh... Sure, but like that was the establishment of the school. But he's talking to a friend who was just a friend to him. Well, I think like was... She never did a thing that was a, a, a dick move. I felt like it was insinuated that nobody said shit. Like Everybody was like, yeah. yeah, go mutants. And then as soon as he's a mutant getting kicked out of the school, everyone was silent. Nobody's hold... They were just holding mutant rallies. And as soon as a mutant's getting kicked out of school, they're like, no, nah, we're not going to hold another rally. Yeah, but that he's directing it at his friend is what didn't make sense. She she was the organizer of the rallies, and she's not organizing a rally. Yeah, but she also didn't think it was fair that he got kicked out. Yeah, but didn't do anything about it. Well, we didn't get to see that there was that much time to do anything about it. She's not even holding a clipboard anymore. (laughs) (laughs) I don't fucking trust her. Where's the picket sign? (laughs) So, um, So he's like kind of storming out, and Scott's there, and he's like, hey, man. Uh, we didn't get to talk last time. Wearing the traditional Marvel disguise? Yep. Which is glasses and a hat. Well, Granted, he's always the got glasses. the glasses. He needs the glasses. But he put on a hat and a jacket. Yeah. Uh, and he's like, I can't help but feel partly responsible for what happened. And he's like, oh, partly? You yeah. pull up my school. You could you could take all the responsibility. You, ha- you have my permission, you dick. And then uh, he realizes what his power is because he kind of like, like he goes to leave and then he can't help but be intrigued by what's going on and he goes to talk to Scott and... Scott realized, like, it's kind of weird. He just grabs his face, like, looking at it, like, look at you. Look at you morphing, but not all the way. He's like, you're beautiful. <laughs> beautiful to look at me. Although, it that's funny because Beast is constantly complimenting his younger self, too. Like, now that I think about it, like, he's constantly calling himself handsome and yeah. whatnot. 
<laughs> She's like, I've been ugly for years. <laughs> so, uh, uh, Benjamin finally decide like, he's like, all right, I guess I got nothing to lose. Which, I mean, it's actually a pretty shallow uh, sales pitch on getting Benjamin to join him. And he's just like, all those years, your mom tells you never to, to, to drive with strangers or whatever. Like, like. And then he goes with him. The Cyclops hide in a candy cane behind his back. He's like, uh, yeah, just get rid of that. And he's like, how do we go? He's like, uh, you're with the X-Men, man. We don't, like, take a car or a plane or like, we just... I like how he's, like... Teleport. Like, I have the internet. I know the stuff you've done. And he's like, oh, so you know how dedicated I am. <laughs> like, it's a really good point. You are pretty dedicated. You didn't really have to, like, persuade this guy. He was just like, I'll make you a deal. And then proceeded with... Like yeah. the worst deal ever. He well, like, <laughs> he literally had nowhere to go because he's like, he says, my school just kicked me out and my parents haven't been answering my phone call for like an hour. Yeah. Yeah, but that's just an hour. Like they could be busy or their phones could be dead. Yeah. Yeah, but they probably knew that. <laughs> <laughs> all right, first of all, nobody's phone is ever dead. My phone is dead. Yeah, but you're. Sometimes. Yeah, you're, you're not an adult. I have an adult. <laughs> he's like, yes, yeah, so I guess I'm running away. <laughs> if you're an adult, your hour. phone would be charged. <laughs> It just happens sometimes. So this was the deal. He said, here's the deal. You can come with me. If you like it, you stay. If you don't, you leave. It's like, that's kind of the deal for everything yeah. in life. Like, <laughs> what kind of a deal but is this? Also, like, I can put you in jail. But also, later, they don't like it, and they don't leave. <laughs> they don't like what, what happens. Um, but, yeah, but, you know, the whole, like, you can learn who you are, what, how to control your powers, how to use them, all that stuff. And that sh- must be intriguing for anyone who's a new oh, mutant yeah. freaked out. An all-new mutant. Uh, uh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh. It's, like a, it's like a triple entendre in this book. Because there are new mutants that are brand new. And then there are young mutants that are actually old. But because they're young and brought to the future, that's also new. And it's a new book. But they're new in the past as well. So. Yeah. Like new, new. Yeah. New, 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 new. New, old, new. Old, new, new? I don't know. So, moving on. Something like that. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Young Beast is a dick to Kitty for some reason. I know what it sounded like. <laughs> I didn't mean it how it sounded like. I know what it sounded like. But he's an asshole to her. For, for no real reason. She's just trying to help. Because he's like, everyone, get out of the room. And she's like, no. Your child. They're, it de- they do say you're like 12 to him, like a little way too much yeah. in these issues. Like, um, I mean, he's... Maybe once, sure. He's three but years like, old They that. use that same... But he's a doctor and he needs to like let you know he's a doctor all the time. Yeah, he's only Dr. Hank though? McCoy. Wasn't it only Wolverine saying that over and over again? No. Shadowcat did it early on. Oh, did she? And then Wolverine. Yeah. And at this point, she owns the, uh, the no, branding name for... No, because doesn't. doesn't she get it after... No, she doesn't. Or does she get it once Cyclops dies? Cyclops dies. Oh, I thought it automatically went to her when Xavier died because Cyclops was on no. like a different No, the side. last Will and Testament is going to be an arc that we're going to cover later. It's in Uncanny. Right. It just it doesn't happen for a while. Wasn't it sent to Scott and he doesn't accept it or some shit? Well, I don't want to spoil it, I guess, but oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, uh, something but, along those oh, lines. We, we already spoiled <laughs> three Star Wars movies. <laughs> <laughs> we're on a roll. Vader's Luke's father. <laughs> what the? Four! Four Star Wars movies! <laughs> Sorry if you haven't seen that for 40 years and we just ruined it for you. <laughs> so, but he, yeah, he's an asshole to her for some reason. Um, and they never really explain why. 
because uh, he's like, I don't know what your relationship is with me in yeah, the future. I think it's just he doesn't know her. But I promise you I have more invested in this than you. So, That's a good point. <laughs> yeah, but, like, she's only trying to help, so it's, like, it's weird to just be a dick. And she's, because she's just there to, there yeah. to help. I think it's just because they wouldn't let him do anything before. Like, he wanted to save his life at the beginning, and they're like, get the hell out of the room. Uh, well, Wolverine did, because he was, like, little X-Men to the, yeah, because he's yeah. like, you don't understand our circulatory. And she's like, yeah, I do. You just got a bunch of fur, man, so stuff's got to be different uh, and adjusted. So, yeah, you're like, your spleen's not in a different area now. Now, this is some bullshit Beast does. They're, back in his mind, he's talking to Jean, and she's like, hey, I have to know what happens. I got to understand what's going on. And he's like, well, I'm an open book. You can read anything you want from me. And she's like, well, I don't really know how this works. And he's like, well, just clear your mind. And then it's a cool page. Like, the, the splash page is dope. But what that does, really, though, like, if your whole thing is to not fuck up the space-time continuum, and you're already fucking it up by having the younger selves see everything that's going on, how how traumatized do you expect a character, like a person to be if they suddenly see all the things that they are going to experience in their life, like, just flashes at them all at yeah, once? And half of them are times you've died. Yeah. And it's like five times that she's died he's showing her. In times you've killed. Yeah. In, like, a planet. And her wedding... <laughs> like just there... uh, cable shit, like just bad stuff, basically. Yeah. Also All, showing stuff. like a lot of bad stuff. Showing her being worse than what they're portraying Scott to be. Yeah. She's the Black Queen, and then destroys a planet. Yeah. And then she still looks at Scott like, "You, you're doing bad." Yeah. I, I committed genocide, but we're gonna say you did. Yeah, and then because uh, she gets out of that, and she's like, the one thing, like, because she. Doing that, she then physically has, like, a telekinetic burst while they're in a room that's, like, a medical room. So she's fucking everything around them up. And so Younger Beast is like, get her out of here. Just take her to, to go calm down. What's got to be really and weird is, like, you just learned that a guy you're not dating yet, you've cheated on. And it's not the weirdest thing you just learned. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to the guy you just said whose mind was disgusting and everything. Um, and I think Beast in that moment too is just like finally Shadowcat's out of the room. <laughs> I, I finally got her to get out. Uh, and, I could save my life. Yeah, you and, got an excuse. Why don't you take her out of the room? They're gonna have to rewash all those scalpels though. Yeah, and and Jean was like, I felt myself die, but like also, didn't you feel yourself kill a bunch of people? Yeah. Well, that got retconned that it wasn't her. So. But it was though. Yeah, like it, it wasn't re retcon that it was it her. wasn't her but then like it was because when she resurrected like it was that whole like oh, somehow she still had all the experiences and knowledge that the phoenix had when it manifested as her so it was really it's bullshit she is the phoenix like jean gray and the phoenix are one thing until she decides that they're not in resurrection i don't know about all that she got the memories but she didn't do it that's why they did that shit to absolve her of that genocide yeah but i mean if you remember yourself doing it doesn't it feel like you did it i mean literally yeah. she feels like she's doing it right now yeah well she feels like she was dying right now because that was another thing too is like how do i die and he's she's he's like which time yeah and he's like you gotta i we could be doing this all day yeah you gotta be specific uh so then uh, wolverine just trying to kill young scott just being an asshole like out in the in the lawn he's just like all right which way i see it I kill you now. Beast does save him. He injects himself in his arm before this too, and like his hands like, like moving up. Yeah. 
so Wolverine's like, all right, fuck you, Scott. Like he, he's kind of coming out of nowhere. It's just like you piece of shit. All the, like I, the way I see it, if you're dead now, then uh, Xavier's there, stand like standing right there, and like the only thing Scott has to say is standing. Yeah. <laughs> also standing. And he's like, show of hands, who wants me to kill Cyclops right here, right now? Cyclops for Xavier, who's down? All the girls are like, no. Well, and also, for all they know, that if Wolverine kills Scott right now, the entire universe collapses on itself, which, I don't know if you know this, is worse than trying to bring back mutants. To be fair, the universe already does that. A lot. When it gets to Secret War. It's already happened. There's several universes collapsing on themselves. It, it did that in uh, Grant Morrison's run. It had to rebuild the universe. Yeah, but that was like way in the future, and that was a bullshit. Yeah, we don't talk about that. Things. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, he's just being an asshole trying to kill young Scott. And then Beast is like, hey, I'm better. Don't do that, Wolverine. And since I'm better, you guys can go home now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Even though I don't know how to do that. Feeling a new lease on life, I'll handle things from here. Even if you didn't talk to Scott, or if you did, I don't know. I was in a coma. You guys could just go. <laughs> yeah, it's like no... I don't know, thought about those people. He's like, whatever, you're just like, my little pawns, my little playthings, you can go back in the shelf now. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, they say it earlier in the book, like, the only reason he brought them there is because he knows he can't kill Scott, so he wants to punish him. Yeah, basically. I mean, he's hiding that motive. He, he's making it seem like it's a grander yeah. purpose He's making it seem that. like it's Bobby's idea. Yeah, <laughs> he but he really mind. is a piece of shit. Um, and so, Gene's like, no. We're not going back. Knowing what we know, that like I'm dead and that Bobby's Bobby and Scott <laughs> kills Xavier it, and Hank is this asshole willing to destroy the space and time continuum. And like, nobody gives a fuck what uh, Warren uh, wants. Exactly. He's been wanting to leave the entire time and no one is talking about him right now yeah. because Warren's not Warren. He's a completely different dude in Warren's body. And they didn't even know how to bring it up. It's like, they just like, forget that guy. Well, they didn't have to bring it up. Just let him go home. And they're like, they say like, the five of us stay or the five of us go. That's only because one guy wants to go home. Yeah. He has to stay in a different time. Like, you know how pissed off I'd be if we had to do this podcast in the past because you two wanted to do it? (laughs) (laughs) Which is weird though, because later it's Scott, the one who wants to go home, who feels like he's out of place and doesn't want to be... Like, this kind of gets flipped later on. Yeah. Well, Angel ends up meeting himself. And is freaked out. Well, when he first sees himself, he's like, oh, dope. No. Yeah. And the the next issue. Uh. No, no. Older. (laughs) Older Angel is. Yeah. Well, when he first shows up, they just go for a fly real quick. Yeah. All right. Well, we're going to cover it. Um, And so, yeah. Gene's like, we're not going. And Scott's like, all right, well, let's make a vote of it and they all decide except for warren to stay because if this is the world that they're going to get from everything like then they have to stay and fix it here otherwise it won't be worth it hubris because what's the point of anything why do they think they can even do that well why do they think they can do it in the first place they're trying to be heroes right so yeah, but they think they can do it better than their older more experienced selves yeah dumb well, Jean could definitely do it better than herself now. 
Because her self now is dead. (laughs) See, uh, this whole thing, uh, Beast is like, oh, I need to show Scott his older self. So he does this fucking time travel shit. It's like, just show him a whole movie. (laughs) Really? You went through all this trouble. (laughs) Show him a whole movie. Yeah, that's a good point. Or a picture. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So, yeah, they... They decide to stay, and then Scott goes to talk to Jane, and she's like, get the fuck out of my face, Scott, and then walks After away. finding out all the genocide that she does. Yeah. She's still judging him. Yeah, it alone. seemed a bit that's not even rude. Him. That's not even the guy who did it. Yeah. And that's that's the end of issue five. Yep. I did like her being uh, in charge, though. She starts to like lead and stuff, which up until this point, she's never been leading anything. Yeah. yeah but now we got enough of that, so... <laughs> But uh, we got shirts. Yeah, like, we got shirts. And stickers. And, and mugs. Laptop uh, cases and phone cases. and Tapestries. <laughs> so many things. There are tapestries. You can yeah. get a pillow with our logo on it. Uh, you yeah. can get a bunch of crap that we have on our Public account. Get shirts, hoodies, long sleeve. We have them uh, like a baseball shirt. Yeah. Uh, a kid's onesie. <laughs> I don't think we have that. Oh, damn. <laughs> we have stickers that we don't make money off of. But go rep, you know? Tank <laughs> uh, Follow us on Facebook, uh, Instagram, uh, Twitter. Everything is uh, at Max Men Podcast. Uh, you, you know, share the podcast. Recommend it to friends. Yeah. Help us out a little bit. Show your mother. Yeah. <laughs> she'll like it. Yeah. She's cool. <laughs> yeah. Show it to people. Uh, also, if you can leave a rate and review on our iTunes, that would be awesome. Yep. Yes. <laughs> it would. <laughs> Uh, so anyway, uh, I'm Tony. I'm Justin. (laughs) I'm Devin. And that's for today.